And I thank you, Roger. Good morning, America. Beautiful bluebird skies out there this morning. Another day closer to spring. And those days are getting longer. Weather today is brought to you by God. And the forecast is a service of Belu's Flowers right here on Diamond Hill Road. Ample supply of Canadian wood pellets right now. And also, don't forget, do not procrastinate, Valentine's Day. You get your stimulus check, make that order right now, pay for it in the front, and it's another thing you won't have to worry about. Great gift selection and uh, also fresh produce at B. Lou's Flowers, 665 Diamond Hill Road, 401-766-3165, and Little General Stores. There's one in your neighborhood. And some specials that uh, expire today on 117. Uh, turkey breast, three ninety nine a pound. Polish veal loaf at four eighty nine a pound, and fantastic cube steak at four ninety nine a pound. Little General Stores, there's one in your neighborhood. Seven local franchises, local taxpayers. High tide today will be at ten fifty five this morning. Just a little few white caps out there at the Bowie. Low tide will be at four o four. Sunset. 4.44, the pendulum is swung the other way now. If you're a follower of the solute table, uh, the major period today will occur at 4 o'clock, and the minor was at 6 a.m. this morning. Our wind right now is 4 to 6 knots, and also the moon right now is 21% full while waning crescent, and bay temperatures are right around 49 to 50 degrees. We also have some happy birthdays that came in on Wayne, WNRI, at Yahoo.com, and we're glad to get them over the airways for you. Yesterday, on the 16th, my brother Paul Wayne Barber would have turned 71. He passed away back in 85. Our friend of mine, a Barville School Committee member, Don Allen, turns 50 this year, along with my son Wayne that turned 50 this past weekend. On 117, author Nancy Roy, uh, illustrator Jamie Lee Forgetta, Ponegansen High graduate, uh, illustrating a lot of children's books now for the Association of Rhode Island Authors. Authors. Tommy Trank, 52 today, and Steve Gussie Gustafson, the mad fisherman, turns 50. And he works up at uh, Lockheed for David Ames up there. Happy birthday wishes to all. Uh, Wayne, WNRI, Yahoo.com. We can get them right over the air for you. Transportation and limousine services provided by CJ Trans of Fairbanks today. And Northeast Race Cars and Speed. Same location as Hopkins Brothers Auto Repair at Six Hill Road, Harrisville. 401-710-9992, open 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. You'll see the race trailers right down at New Smyrna, Florida. They'll be down there for Speed Weeks, uh, first week of February. They'll be down there for the whole week with the parts trailers. Race car parts, supplier, and custom fabrication. Chassis setup, they'll actually build you a race car. Simpson, MSD Ignition, Willwood, Moroso. Chrome goodies, Nerf bars, you name it. Anything in racing and speed equipment or classic car chrome pieces. 
Whatever you need. They'll get it right there for you or get it shipped in overnight. Race car parts and service from a career-long racer, Mr. Shane Hopkins, and his fine staff. Also, uh, spot and chemicals, uh, some Sunoco jerry cans, Bassett racing wheels, uh, just about anything in your racing and speed equipment and muscle car needs at Northeast Race Cars and Speed and Hopkins Brothers Auto Repair. Quite a, uh, a setup they got there in uh, Hill Road in Harrisville now. 401-710-9992. And uh, congratulations on them for putting on those additions, uh, extra help, and expanding the business base and taxpayer base in Northern Rhode Island. Another thing we resurrected this year by popular demand, uh, one of the other shows that we have is on Tuesday morning, and it's really gaining a lot of traction worldwide now. Author's Hour, which I host after I read a book every uh, Tuesday morning at 9 o'clock, right here on the same affiliate stations, uh, WNRI.com, 1380 AM and 99.9, tune in, Alexa, you name it. This is 14 or 15 different ways now. The Author's Hour Bookstore.com. It's an online bookstore that I started by popular demand. Uh, people asking for books after I interview the authors. So I added that on, and that's gaining traction. And with my vast collection, taking over my office here with over a 1,000 books, I'll be posting a lot of those books for sale on that. So give us a uh, email at waynewnri at yahoo.com for any of your book buying needs at the authorshourbookstore.com. Okay, we have a tremendous amount of emails every week on fly tying, especially this time of the year. People are looking for things to do. Well, this is a new one, thinking outside the box, and because of the pandemic, the virus is around. So the state of Rhode Island is going to do a virtual fly tying class. Come tie with me, February 1st, 2021, from 6 to 8 p.m. after supper, you got to please register before January 21st. So don't procrastinate on that. Registration is Dana.Kopik, uh, D-A-N-A dot K-O-P-E-C dot C-T-R at D-E-M dot R-I. And you can register for that. Now, this is virtual. Now, think about this. There's materials involved. Beginner and intermediate, freshwater and saltwater, flies will be taught. Materials will be shipped to you. Tools and vices can be borrowed from various locations if needed. Okay? Virtual fly tying class. Come come tie with me. February 1st, by the State of Rhode Island DEM, Dana Kopik. Go on their website for more information on that. This is something brand new, outside the box, and I got a feeling it's really going to kick in. You know, I I hate to mention it, but, um, you know, we have uh, local number 818, Vietnam Veterans Council, right here in Wasaka, Rhode Island. 
And uh, I lost another friend this week. And I've got to get this out there again as a public service, a PSA. A veteran's crisis line, just for about anything. Any type of military person, veteran's crisis hotline. 1-800-273-52. Oh, wait a minute. one 800 273 8255 1-800-273-8255 and sit down talk with them and uh, there's no rush there's no stupid questions and uh, maybe it'll put you at ease on something you're having a problem with hey have we got a song for you let's get this going I love this group called the Cotters. Please enjoy.
I hope you enjoyed that. That was a group of mine called the Cottas. Very, very good music. Okay, we've got some facts and figures from the state of Vermont. And uh, let me see who sent this down to me. Uh, Mark Scott from Vermont Fish and Wildlife. Uh, this is the latest report that came in Thursday morning late. Vermont Fish and Wildlife press release. Vermont bear hunters had a record season in 2020. Uh, Montpelier, Vermont, the Vermont Fishing Game reports that bear hunters in Vermont had another safe and successful hunting season in 2020. All the preliminary numbers show that hunters took a record, a new state record, of 914 black bears during the two-part early and late bear seasons. The previous high harvest ever recorded in the state of Vermont was 750 in 2019. Fish and Wildlife also say there was no hunting-related shooting incidents throughout the whole state. The average number of bears taken over the previous 10 years has been a total of 608. The hunting season results are consistent with the goal of maintaining the bear population to within 4,500 to 5,500 black bears. That's how many they estimate are in the state of Vermont. According to Forrest Hammond, Fish and Wildlife Bear Biologist uh, Specialist for the state of uh, Vermont. In 2020, hunters took a majority of their bears 823 in the early season and only 91 in the late bear season, which overlaps with the November white-tailed deer season. 
most bears were taking with modern firearms, while 16% were taking by archery and crossbow, and 17% with the use of bear hounds. Hammond noted that participation in the early bear season increased substantially, with a record 13,866 hunters choosing to perch a purchase a $5 early season bear tag. So the hunting population is expanding with the pandemic up in Vermont also. In addition to the abundant population and the potential of harvesting delicious and nutritious cholesterol-free bear meat, large numbers of bears were harvested due to several factors. It was a poor year for natural bear foods, and we saw a surge in hunted numbers brought about by the COVID-19, and perhaps a corresponding increase in the number of hunters spending more time in the outdoors hunting than in past years. Hammond says 2020 was challenging for bear management, with game wardens and bear project staff responding to more than double the number of reports of bear-human conflicts throughout the year. Despite the large number of bear problems and the high number of bears harvested by hunters, Hammond points out that these numbers tend to vary each year and the bear population remains within the 2020 to 2030 big game plan bear population objectives set by the state. Bear hunters continue to provide information that is valuable for managing the species, including bringing the bear into one of the 150 game check stations and by completing uh, completing hunter effort surveys. Each hunter is required to submit a premolar tooth uh, from the bear, which provides information on the age of the animal, Uh, Bear ages will be posted in the Fish and Wildlife's website early in the month of May. So hats off to another successful black bear big game hunt in the state of Vermont, absolutely accident-free. That's the most important thing, everybody's safety. Now, don't forget now, they're estimating on that population of 4,500 to 5,500 that can vary very easily with a, a good mass crop of acorns and everything else where a bear will have two or three cubs instead of one. And that can change those numbers awful, awful quickly. We also got to let you know if you're thinking of expanding your business or a new five-year business plan and you're going to open a business, you got your stimulus check. January, it's another year. It's going to be a good year business-wise, a rebound from last year. What are you going to do for shelving? Your business plan, you're going to lot $5,000, $10,000 for retail shelving, signage, stuff like that. Why don't you lower that figure by giving Sherwood Brothers Liquidators a call at 219-802-3769. They're located right here conveniently in Blackstone, Massachusetts, right on the side of Woonsocket. 
in the Tupperware Mill Complex. There's condos on the left and commercial businesses on the right. They're located in Building 9 of a beautiful sign prepared by American Beauty Sign Works. You cannot miss it. Great loading platform. They can give you a hand loading up your truck or your trailer with your purchases, or they can coordinate a delivery right to your business for you. We're talking two-door, three-door, coolers, freezers, checkout counters, all types of retail shelving in like-new condition, passing the savings down to you. Offering nationwide brokerage of inventory closeouts, seasonal clearance overstocks, stock liquidations, abandoned freight, odd lots, commercial coolers and freezers, a specialty. We sold a fantastic large conveyor belt uh, roller setup that they had over there. And uh, John... New uh, arrivals every day. The phone's ringing off the hook. Uh, You know, a lease will be expired on a CVS or a Walgreens or any type of retail place. Things happen. And the companies react and they call Sherwood Brothers Liquidators to take care of it. 219-802-3769. And I'll tell you, you're going to save yourself an awful lot of money on expanding your business, a man cave. Everybody's got a man cave now in their cellar or in the garage. Everybody's looking for good quality shelving, especially trophies and tools and stuff like that. You name it. End caps, anything that you can visualize is in a retail store. They'll have it there and more. At Sherwood Brothers Liquidators, 219 219- 802-3769. Got another fantastic report here from Rhode Island DEM too. Our DEM in Rhode Island Farmland Access Program seeks proposals from farmers to purchase 10-acre agricultural parcels in South Kingston. This all came down this week. Although Rhode Island has over 1,000 farms and the state network of young farmers continues to grow, access to farmlands continues to be a challenge. Farmland values in Rhode Island are among the highest in the country and lack of access to affordable farmland threatens the continued viability of local agriculture. Over the past several years, Rhode Island DEM has an experience of growing interest from both expanding and new farmers seeking affordable land to farm. The Voluntary Farmland Access Program is one way Rhode Island DEM is addressing this challenge. And it operates in three steps. First, after the selection process, a willing seller, Voluntary Sells DEM, Apostle of Unprotected Farmland. The purchase price for the farmland, both when purchased by DEM and when sold to the farmer, is based on appraisal fair market value. Second, a public advisory committee made up of members of the farming community and Rhode Island DEM accepts the application from prospective farmers and reviews applicants based on criteria 
such as farming experience, farm business experience, and ability to finance the farm purchase. Lastly, Rhode Island DEM will retain the development rights and they'll then sell the farm to the selected farmer buyer, ensuring an agricultural future for both the land and the buyer. As part of the Clean Water Act from 2014 to 2018, $5 million has been made available for farmland preservation under the Farmland Access Program. This is not a small program. To be eligible to purchase the land, applicants must provide evidence that for at least two years they have operated or managed a farm business that has generated at least $5,000 annual gross farm revenues. That's one of the criteria. Again, if your people don't realize that farming is not dead in Rhode Island, there are right now more than 1,000 small farms sprinkled across the state of Rhode Island and a thriving young farmer network. Everything's going back to locally produced and locally grown. So think about that with the state of Rhode Island working hand-in-hand with you. That uh, dream of yours could be a reality. We got a nice article here too from uh, Vermont too on uh, Vermont Waterfile. And that's brought to you by Green Dragon Comics, Green Dragon Gifts, and Green Dragon Artificial Flowers. Multitasking and expanding a fantastic small business in Northern Rhode Island. Social Media Savvy, Green Dragon Comics. Check it out, like it, and you can get on the list. She updates it every day or every other day with all kinds of events. And uh, they sell comic books, board games, role-playing, and Magic the Gathering, Fortnite, any type of stuff like that. And she's noted in the industry for one of the best locator services going for a certain edition of a comic book series that you're missing in your collection. If she doesn't have it there, I'd be surprised. But she can also, has the means to locate it affordable for you to fill your collection. Green Dragon Comics, Green Dragon Collectibles, and now a third edition and a new addition to the building too, Artificial artificial Flower Arrangements. Brand new phone number, We Are At The Dragon. That's the slogan for the multitasking company at the intersection of Route 100 and 102 in Chipatrick, Rhode Island, right on the left-hand side of the bank, right there at the stoplight. You cannot miss it. A stop sign. Green Dragon Comics and Gifts. Uh, Sunday hours, too. With a brand new phone number to kick off 2021, 401-742-0180. She has a big crowd, multi-state, for the uh, Magic the Gathering and uh, Magic, uh, those board games and stuff like that, sealed events, single and dueled. You, you geeks out there know what I'm talking about. You purchase it, you bring your laptop, and then the bell goes off and everybody starts creating and building Magic the Gathering. 
It's uh, Green Dragon Comics and Gifts. Again, 401-742-0180. Waterfowl in the state of Vermont. Blinds must be removed. The season's over. Now everything is full bore for the ice fishing season. Waterfowl hunters who did not remove their hunting blinds from the waters of the state of Vermont earlier must do it by February 15th, especially on Lake Champlain, or May 15th on inland waters, according to the reminder from the Vermont Fish and Wildlife Department. Vermont state law requires removal of all duck blinds before these deadlines to protect natural areas and to prevent boating accidents after the ice melts. Removal of the blinds in any post that may be below the surface of the ice is important because of the danger it uh, creates. And that was a bulletin that came out from the Vermont Fish and Wildlife by State Game Warden Colonel Jason Batchletter. He sent me a bunch of pictures on that uh, with problems of uh, accidents happening because the lack of removal on that. Now also the Redown Saltwater Anglers Association have some fantastic meetings coming up. And that's going to be brought to you by Harvest Moon Health Foods right over here on Route 21 in Putnam, Connecticut. You're asking where is Route 21? If you're coming up Route 44, heading towards Putnam, the traffic light where the new car deal is on, take a left right there. Hook a left right there at the light, and that's Route 21. Uh, right in front of you on the right-hand side is Colonial Plaza, and they're located in Unit 4, and they have convenient Sunday hours from 11 to 3. I got to shoot over there today and get some uh, uh, elderberry pills. I'm running low on them, and they're really good in the winter. Over 100 dried herbs, nuts, and seed, healthy snacks, uh, raw milk is still available and legal to sell in the state of Connecticut, uh, vegan and uh, gluten-free friendly. Again, all kinds of goodies there. Organic uh, candies, non-dairy eggnog, uh, 60 pure essential oils, and so much more. And they don't talk down to you. If you're watching cable TV or you get a bulletin on your Facebook or your Instagram on a new supplement that's out there right now that's really working, give them a call at 860-928-2352. First of all, to see if they stock it. And if they don't, they'll gladly put it in for you. They're not afraid of inventory. That's Harvest Moon Health Foods at the Colonial Plaza in Putnam, Connecticut. And that's 860-928-2352. And a fantastic website they have, too, with a lot of specials on it. Okay, I got another one here from Vermont. And this came through from uh, David Salsville. Habitat work on Little Otter Creek, uh, requires parking area to be closed this winter. Okay, the Vermont Fish and Wildlife will be conducting habitat improvement projects with logging equipment on the East Slang portion of Little Otter Creek Wildlife Management Area, 
And that's over in the Ferrisburg area. And this is going to take uh, right from January through March of that heavily used recreational area. It's a real hot spot in the state of Vermont for tourists. The entrance road and parking area off Greenbush Road will definitely be closed. Fish and Wildlife staff realize that this is an inconvenience that will interfere with hunting access and all other activities, but point out that the projects must be conducted at this time in order to take advantage of the winter conditions. People are asked not to enter gated roads that have been left open for logging and other heavy equipment access. Gates will be locked at the end of each workday as the contractors leave the sites. Little Otter Creek, a WMA, East Slang Parcel are all in the pictures that they have showed right here on it. And uh, that's a, a public uh, uh, PSA that comes out from Mont on that because the tourism is so, so big this part of the year. You know what else is big this part of the year? A nice healthy breakfast. Getting out there walking. It hasn't had a lot of snowfall this year in the quiet corner of New England. Uh, the northeast Connecticut uh, quiet corner and the northern Rhode Island area tri-state region. A matter of fact, uh, I've only used a snowblower once this year. You know, the rather, you know, melted so fast. But you're going to build up an appetite. And now Gina is allowed Cereal's Pizza Rimmer and Restaurant some more extending hours. And they can use it after 52 years in business. And now, for the best breakfast in Northern Rhode Island, you can do it every Saturday and Sunday starting at 8 o'clock at Cereal's Pizza Rima and Restaurant. I'll give you a little tip. I am addicted to Italian toast. It is so good in the morning. And don't forget, today is Sunday. Cereal's Pizza Rima and Restaurant on Church Street in the Bridgeton Triangle uh, has a Sunday dinner special, and they do not keep it the same. They shake it up. Your choice of four different, uh, ten different entrees, uh, whether it be meat, uh, chicken, seafood, Italian, dinner for two every Sunday at Cereals for dining for nineteen ninety nine, and that does include soda or coffee, including decaf. That's what I get. They make me a fresh pot every time. Then, you feel so guilty. Only nineteen ninety nine for all that food with the bread and everything else. You should seriously consider giving an extra fen, an extra $5 bill to your server. Make her feel good or him feel good. You feel good. And Jimmy Pond, the owner. And don't forget, then she's going to say to you, Hey, Wayne, we're not done yet. What do you want for the, uh, homemade dessert included for nineteen ninety nine? And that's when I either go with lemon meringue, bread nut pudding, or chocolate cream pie, all homemade, and get back home and get on the Masterpiece Theater and watch a good series of the Vikings or something like that with an absolute free, fresh, homemade dessert. Part of the Sunday dinner for two at Cereal's Pizza Rammer and Restaurant. What a deal. Fenway Park special on Thursday. Oh, the ambiance. It'll bring you right back to Yorkie Way. Get a sausage grinder. I get mine with meatballs too. With green and red peppers and onions. And don't you dare kill it with cheese. 
that Italian sauce that John Orlando made famous, it's still taped right to the wall. They stay with that same classic Italian sauce, the Orlando sauce, on those fantastic sausage subs. It'll bring you right back to Fenway Park. And they're only five fifty, a foot long every Thursday at Stereo's Pizzerama and Restaurant. The other thing that they've adapted to is social media. Every day, one of the family members posts the daily specials, not daily bread, the daily specials at Serious Pizza Rama every day on Facebook. First of all, like it, that'll you'll get it on your feed on your Facebook, and then go all the way over and hit share on the right hand side. And we're not talking about Sonny's former partner. We're talking about the share button on your Facebook. And you can share it with all your friends, too. That's how advertising works. Cereal's Pizza Rimmer and Restaurant. If you're hunkered down today for the football games, even though the Patriots are probably not going to make it for the next four years, I'd give them a call at 401-568-7187, and they'll deliver something piping hot or cold right to your door, just the way you ordered it. Now, Rhode Island Saltwater Anglers Association, I'm multitasking right here. Uh, January 25th, it's always the last Monday of the month. Now, they've adjusted too. This will be, I think, the sixth or seventh consecutive uh, virtual monthly meeting. Now, Monday, January 25th at 7 p.m., Got get on your Zoom station on that. It's Smart Surfcasting featuring Julio Silva. Not Julio Valdez, Julio Silva is going to put on a demonstration, a seminar for you on Zoom for the Rhode Island Saltwater Anglers Association. Now, one of the most iconic names in saltwater fishing in New England. All the magazines, all the publications, what a history and a vast knowledge this guy has. This is going to be a blockbuster virtual monthly meeting the upcoming seminar for Monday, February 22nd. Mark it on your calendar. Successful striper fishing, tips, tactics, and techniques by the best. Charlie Saws. Absolutely free. Virtual monthly meeting at the Rhode Island Saltwater Anglers Association. Now, as you know, they normally have the largest saltwater recreational fishing show every year at the Providence Civic Center. Last year was a no-no because of the virus, and this year it's a no-go too. That takes a whole year to prepare for that. It's the largest event in New England, and the virus has knocked that one down again. Okay, what do we got for derbies coming up? First of all, ice fishing is very sporadic. It's hit and miss. Uh, IceShanty.com has a lot of information for all the individual states. Uh, your Facebook, uh, all different kinds of websites on ice fishing for each individual state. And if you really look hard, you can find some safe hard water. Free ice fishing days. No license required. State of New Hampshire, Saturday, January 16th. Vermont, Saturday, July 23rd. New York, 
Saturday and Sunday, February 13th and 14th. And Maine, according, and it'll go hand in hand with the Ice Fishing Derby too. Uh, February 14th and 15th, President's Day weekend in the Pine Tree State up in Maine. And also I got an addendum on that too they sent me. Wayne, if you want to add that, we've already set the dates for free fishing, no license required fresh water in the state of Maine in the summer for setting your vacation in your uh, calendars, June 5th and June 6th of 2021. Rhode Island, Connecticut, and Mass, I'm still waiting for the results on that. Okay, uh, in Maine, the 16th annual uh, Long Lake, sponsored as St. Agatha's Ice Fishing Derby, January 30th and the 31st. And they've got a big Facebook page on that with all the particulars. And then we have the big one up in uh, Kimmy's area up there in Milo, Maine. And that's sponsored by the Milo Fire Department. Uh, with $1 of every ticket purchase, we'll go to Make-A-Wish. And we're talking about the 15th annual Scudic Lake Ice Fishing Derby. Our weigh-in stations will be located at the Milo Fire Station, the Knights Landing, and Lakeview Plantation. Now, this one is very inexpensive, and it's a huge fundraiser for them. Tickets are only $10 apiece, and that makes you eligible for a lot of prizes, even if you don't fish. There's gift certificates. Uh, there's a lifetime fishing license for a youth. A first prize kid's largest fish, any category, 5 to 15 years old, First prize is a lifetime fishing license donated by Bailey Lumber. Bonus prize, largest fish receives a Helix 7 Fish Finder, sponsored by Harvey RV and Marine. Okay, uh, $100 gift certificates, $150 gift certificates, uh, $250 market gift certificates, as for togue, which is a lake trout, uh, salmon, and trout in this particular derby. Our first prize, 400 bucks, not too shabby. Our second prize, 200 third, 100 Now, there's also Ben Fish that have already planted. Tagged trout in Scudic Lake will get you an extra $100 each, sponsored by Trask insurance. So that's another thing you can target. And the list of sponsors on this would choke a horse. And don't forget, for every ticket that's purchased for $10, $1 of that automatically goes to Make-A-Wish. And then the rest of it is sponsored by the Milo Fire Station for charity work all year. Now also, it's a shame, it's the same weekend, February 13th and 14th, is the 42nd annual uh, Great Meredith Rotary Ice Fishing Derby, uh, Lake Winnipesaukee, Sequam Lake, and the surrounding areas up there. Bring the family. Uh, this one jumps up to the highest level, which is over $50,000 in winnings, sponsored by the Meredith Rotary Club. I'd like to thank them, too. That's eight years in a row we participated in this. Weigh-in times for Saturday are 8 a.m. to 4, 
and Sunday 7.30 to 3. Let's see here. There will be 14 Derby ticket stub cash drawings. You don't even have to fish. Just buy a ticket. My number is 40337. And it gets you eligible for all these drawings every day on the hour. On Saturday, 14 different Derby ticket stubs will have cash drawings for $100 apiece. Then on Sunday, 32 Derby ticket stubs, cash buyers on Sunday, will also be $100 apiece. Drawings will start on Saturday at 12.30 and Sunday at 8 p.m. Now, to top this all off, two Rotary Derby ticket grand cash drawings for five grand will also be held. One drawing on Saturday at 4.30 in the afternoon and the other on Sunday at approximately 3.30 at the Derby headquarters. You don't have to be present to claim that. Thousands and thousands, over $50,000. Now, the winning fish prizes. First place will be fifteen grand. Second prize, five grand. Third, three grand. And it's all different divisions, different species. The five heaviest black crappie, cusk, and a lot of people fish for them at night, which is allowed in the derby. Lake trout, pickerel, rainbow trout, yellow perch, and white perch will be hung on the board both Saturdays and Sundays with those prizes all the way from $50 up to $500 plus grand prizes, the biggest of the day. It just goes on and on and on. Now the stipulation, the difference in this one between the main derbies and this one in New Hampshire, no salmon allowed in the New Hampshire Derby. Okay? No largemouth bass or smallmouth bass in the New Hampshire Derby. Now, seasons are closed on bass up there, and that changes from state to state. So if you do hook one of the many salmon in there, release it right back into that hole. You know, that's the way the rules are going to be run up there. And that's going to be brought to you by... Let's see what else we got going. Working on uh, exciting things here. Okay, I had a lot of uh, emails this week on that. Uh, I talked about that Rainbow Trout New Rhode Island State record. I'm going to repeat that over the year. It was by Joe down in North Kingston. I do not have his last name. Uh, Rainbow Trout is a New Rhode Island State record verified by Rhode Island DEM. 12 pounds, 9.12 ounces. Was caught over Baba's Pond, uh, no relation, and that shattered the old record that was set all the way back in 1991 by M. Wenchek's of 11 pounds even. So this was a whopper. One pound point nine ounces have been added onto that record. So that's their new target in Rhode Island for the state record rainbow trout. Every event I go to, whether it's ice fishing, racing, you name it, 
I try to attend a lot of things, especially with the grandkids and sporting events. You know, Little League Baseball, um, American Legion Baseball, uh, the under-15, over-15, Little League, soccer, lacrosse, you name it. Whenever I get a chance with my grandkids, I love, love uh, minor sports on that. And the same commonality happens on that. You'll come out and somebody will be kicking the tires or looking up to the sky and praying or slamming the roof of the car and saying, shucks, I forgot the keys and the key fob in the car. Now, who are they going to call? They're going to call Ghostbusters. They're going to call an ex-wife and reminded they're three months behind on their alimony. No, I gave you enough time. Get your paper and pencil now. Write this number down and then download it into your phone or your Android or your device and don't lock it in the car. 401-568-6286 will get you in touch 24-7 at Larry's 24-Hour Towing. They're located in South Main Street in Pasco and they share the same property with Boroughville Motor Sales would use auto and truck sales. Vehicle state inspections by calling that same number. They can coordinate that state inspection for you right there. Peter, Jerry, John, Brian, the rest of the ASC certified are right there doing repairs and a full body shop. Expert body work and insurance estimates. They work with all Rhode Island companies. Larry's 24-hour towing. Lockout service. Jump starting service. Maybe you had a dome light on, your seatbelt got cut in a door and something like that. All you need is just a surface drive just to get you going. Or maybe you experienced the first black ice of the year and you slid off the road up. Maybe you had a couple, maybe two extra. No damage to the vehicle, you just want to get it back on the road. Or you still have all of your stimulus money left and you bought an ATV, motorcycle, or an unregistered vehicle. How are you going to get it home without getting a tag? Don't give Gina the extra $99. Call Larry's 24-Hour Towing. 401-568-6286. Give him the address and they will take care of everything. Over seven service vehicles, whether it be a flatbed, on the hook, they'll take care of the rest for you by calling Larry's 24-Hour Towing and Boroughville Motor Sales. Four-wheel drive vehicles, soccer mom vans. Has Junior got his first job and he's going to start paying some board? Send him down to Boroughville Motor Sales and get in a car that'll get him 30 miles a gallon. Maybe you'll get a little bit more board money on him. Boroughville Motor Sales and Larry's 24-Hour Towing. 401-568-6286. And they're another one. They work with everybody. Okay. Rules and regulations for Rhode Island salt water. Let me see if they've made any changes virtually. They're having all these meetings now in private, you know, on phones and computers and stuff without the public comment at this time of the year. Uh, Tatog season right now in Rhode Island is closed. Okay. December 31st, it shut down. Uh, Connecticut shut down and Mass shut down. 
And New York shut down, too. Everybody shut down now on Tatog, uh, Blackfish, on all the New England states, including New York. Okay, striped bass. Every year in every state, there are holdover striper bass. Your estuaries and your small rivers and stuff around power plants, uh, the Thames River, Coles River, Lees River, the Providence River down by the uh, Hurricane Barrier. Every year, guys extend their uh, fishing on striper bass. Okay, they still have a year-round limit, a career limit on striped bass in Rhode Island. One fish, 28 to 35, is a slot with no closed season. Now, if it's 34 inches or larger, the right pectoral fin must be removed. That's one of the rules in Rhode Island. Connecticut, one fish, 28 to 35 slot. Mass, one fish, no close season also, 28 to 35. Okay, and New York shut down December 15th. I just caught that. I didn't see that change they made this year. New York seasons from April 15th to December 15th. So they have a closed period on that. The Hudson River and stuff like that, too, where they uh, do that uh, strain of reading on stripers. Uh, they're all not out of the Chesapeake Bay. And even Maine claims that there's local stripers up there that do not migrate. So that's a, another story from another day. Codfish, haddock, and pollock, if you're going out on the potty boats. In Rhode Island, it's a 21-inch minimum on cod, 10 fish per day with no close season. Haddock, 18-inch minimum, no limit, no close season. Pollock, Great tasting fish, especially for fish and chips. 19 inch minimum, no limit, no closed season. Those are almost identical, Rhode Island, Connecticut, and Mass. Mass has a couple of addendums on Haddock. On the Haddock in Massachusetts is south of Cape Cod. 18 inch minimum, no limit. South of Cape Cod. And then, let me see here. Pollock, they have no minimum size, no limit, no close season for the entire state of Massachusetts. So see see how you've changed the abstracts and the fishing regulations on the popular cold water species, cod, haddock, and pollock. Be careful if you're going over state lines because this one is dated January 2021. It's the most up-to-date I could find to get it on the year. But it does vary from state to state. And right now, tatog fishing, uh, white chins, is a no-no on all the New England states, including New York, right now. It's hands-off on tatog. A lot of people don't realize that. Uh, Also, black sea bass is right now shut down. Uh, That ended December 31st also in Rhode Island and Connecticut. That's a popularity of fish now that's really, really gaining on with the global warming and the water being so much warmer now in Narragansett Bay and the uh, estuaries. The black sea bass have really, really multiplied and will probably be increasing uh, that limit on that. Uh, Rhode Island's going to kick off June 24th 
with a three-fish limit, 15-inch. And then September 1st, it goes to seven fish. Uh, look look for that to change. I, I got a feeling they're going to change on that because there's a real big, ample supply of that really good eating saltwater fish. You know, they're eating all the... Ba- there's no more baby lobsters in Narragansett Bay. The water's too warm, and the other species that have moved into the area are really chowing down on them. If you want to dispute that, it's WayneWNRI at Yahoo.com. But I think you'll find that as a commonality. Oh, I got another report that came in, too. And uh, I'm not favoring Vermont all the time. It's because there's so many people from southern New England that spend so much quality time with their camps and on the weekends. Uh, All the snowmobile and ATV traffic from southern New England, where basically it's illegal, everybody goes up north to enjoy the outdoors. And uh, also while they're up there, they do hunting and fishing and buy non-resident licenses. The percentage is really, really high if you look at the numbers up there. But uh, we're talking about wild turkeys, and Vermont right now has increased it. And they're saying, uh, with the mild winters we have, they got over 40,000 wild turkey in Vermont. And hunters took 6,136 in the Vermont 2020 wild turkey season. And uh, what was encouraging about that, I can't get it out of my head, the April Youth Weekend. A record 627 turkeys were harvested. So that means there's been a lot of mentors and a lot of guardians that have really done their diligence and got the young people out there into the sport of hunting and in the outdoors. Let me see here. Uh, 4,791 were taken during the regular spring, 718 during the fall, and the other part of that total is the youth. And uh, what else has happened on that, too, is the uh, allowing now of crossbows and a lot of female participation coming in the sport. And uh, the numbers are really, really uh, growing by leaps and bounds with archery and other forms. Hunter success rates. I believe the standard in Rhode Island is about 17%, uh, 16 to 17% in that group. While it's 20% or higher for resident hunters taking birds during the spring hunt in Vermont, and 32% of those same hunters took a second bearded bird. Youth hunters also enjoyed a remarkable, by getting out there before everybody else, a 29% success rate during the April youth weekend season. That's fantastic good news for everybody involved in the outdoors. want to thank everybody for tuning in today to the outdoor scene. And uh, remember tomorrow, have the best day of your life. And we'll be back on the air Tuesday morning with another edition of the award-winning Authors Hour radio program on Smoke at 99.9 FM, WNRI, and 1380 AM since 1954, along with Alexa, Apple, TuneIn Radio, Simple, Streamer, and so many more. Remember tomorrow, have the best day of your life.